You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is our review of Selma. He's got supporters. Detroit, New York, Los Angeles, inciting large-scale arrests and sympathy marches. I'm very aware of that, Mr. Hoover. What I do know is he's nonviolent. What I need to know right now, what's Martin Luther King about to do next? Mr. President, Dr. King is here. Mr. President, in the South, there have been thousands of racially motivated murders. We need your help, Dr. King. This thing's just gonna have to wait. It cannot wait. You got one big issue, I got 101. Summer it is. Here is the next great battle. Selma's the place, and they ready. Dr. King! I tell you, that white boy can hit. You will not tolerate agitators attempting to orchestrate a disturbance in this state. It is unacceptable that they use their power to keep us voiceless. Those that have gone before us say no more. People actually say they're going to kill our children. They're trying to get inside of your head. What happens when a man stands up, says enough is enough? We build the path as we can, rock by rock. This cell is probably bugged. <laughs> it probably is. We must march. We must stand up. You march those people into rural Alabama, it's got to be open season. May I have a word? There's no word to be had. The people. The people. The people. The people. The people. There are 70 million people watching. These pictures are going around the world. We must make a massive demonstration. White, black, and otherwise. Come to Selma. I heard about the attack of innocent people. I couldn't just stand by. Looks like an army out there. This revolution goes on and on. This revolution goes on and on. My eyes have seen the glory. Glory, glory, hallelujah. What happens when a man stands up, says enough is enough? All right, everybody, you were just listening to the trailer for Selma, and the story is as follows. Although the Civil Rights Act of 1964 legally desegregated the South, discrimination was still rampant in certain areas, making it very difficult for blacks to register to vote. In 1965, an Alabama city became the battleground in the fight for suffrage. Despite violent opposition, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his followers pressed forward on an epic march from Selma to Montgomery, and their efforts culminated in President Lyndon Johnson signing the Voting Rights Act of 1965. The film is starring David Oyelowo, Tom Wilkinson, Carmen Ijogo, Giovanni Ribzi, Alessandro Nivola, Cuba Gooding Jr., Tim Roth, and Oprah Winfrey. It is directed by Ava DuVernay, and it is written by Paul Webb. Joining me for this podcast review, I have Nicole Ackman. Hi, everybody. Dan Baer. I'm feeling the spirit. Josh Parham. Hello, hello. And joining us as a guest here for this 2014 retrospective podcast review, we have Sharonda Williams from Pay or Wait. Hello, everyone. Hey, Sharonda. Happy to have you back on the show. How have you been? You know, I've been doing great given the current circumstances, but I am surviving, you know? Yeah. Just happy to be around in my living room. Absolutely. Uh, Sharonda is actually one of the hardest working 
people out there right now. If you don't follow her on film Twitter, please do so. Her work, especially on YouTube, is very, very inspiring and has made me countless times debate if I need to jump into the YouTube space because, Sharonda, you just make it look so damn good, I have to say. Do it. Do it. Please, please. I need more hours in my life. Um, <laughs> with that said, I did spend uh, two hours plus watching Selma for the first time, actually, since its release back in 2014. This is the first film in our 2014 retrospective. Many, many more to come here. And this is a movie that, for all intents and purposes, was a late was a latecomer in the 2014 award season race. And while it got a lot of great recognition from critics as well as from a lot of different awards industry groups, despite being a late-breaking film, um, it did manage to get a Best Picture nomination and a Best Original Song nomination and a win, but that was it. And it's been very interesting because I feel like Selma has not necessarily gotten its due since then. And it's a movie that I think continues to be extremely underrated in many, many respects. So I'm very, very glad that I've had a chance to revisit this movie again uh, with a fresh perspective this time around. I want to actually toss it over to you guys, though, and get your thoughts on the film. Nicole, I want to actually start off with you. It's your review that's up on the site for this film. So tell us all what you think of Selma. Well, it was actually my first time seeing it. Uh, 2014 was one of those years that I was in college and didn't really get out much. Um, so I was really excited to finally sit down and watch it because I had heard stuff about it. I remembered kind of hearing about it back whenever it came out, but it wasn't one that I'd heard much about since then. And I was shocked when I saw it in that it is so incredibly good. And I can't believe that we don't talk about it more. And obviously it came exactly. out at a time where it was p- particularly politically relevant with everything that was happening in the world in 2014 with, um, you know, Ferguson and all of that. But it's, it's a movie that I think is, is astoundingly relevant today. And obviously um, people who know me will know that I am really passionate about um, historic work uh, in film and biopics. And I have to say, this is one of the best biopics, if you can call it that, that I've ever seen. I think it's really smart how it kind of hones in, on a very specific um, time to give us this portrait of Martin Luther King Jr. And also just what a cast this film has. You know, oh my like you, God, yeah. You read out some of the names, but there's even so many people about beyond that. Like I didn't even realize that Tessa Thompson was in it until um, she popped up and I was like, Oh my God. Nicole, ditto for when I saw Jeremy Strong come up on screen. I was like, that's Kendall. <laughs> I, was Googling, I was like, wait, is that really him? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I felt like that happened so often where, where I was like, oh my God, wait, that's this person. Wait, that's this person. Um, just a really strong cast, a really strong film, really strong directorial vision. Um, and I, sadly, I think a movie that's very relevant today um, as, as, it, as it was in 2014 when it came out. Absolutely. I mean, it reminds me in many ways of uh, Lincoln, which came out two years prior in 2012, in the sense that it's about a very important political figure's uh, time in their life uh, where they made great historic impact on the world. And it's not a traditional biopic, like you said, Nicole, in the sense of like birth, childhood, teenage years, mid 
point, you know, death, etc., and just taking you through all the greatest hits compilation of their lives. Um, instead, it's just um, focusing on this one really, really isolated point in time to kind of illustrate the type of person that they were and what they meant to others uh, during that time as well. And like you said, drawing that uh, connection to today. So in that regard, um, it also reminds me of Lincoln, like you said, in regards to the sprawling cast. It's like a who's who of people just popping up in big roles, small roles, medium roles. And it just yeah. gives you the sense that everybody wanted to be a part of this film. They didn't care what role they got. They just wanted to be a part of it in some way. And I think that also speaks to the quality of the movie itself. Now, let's pass it over to our guest here, Sharonda. Sharonda, what do you think of Selma? I absolutely love Selma, and unfortunately, um, it was just one of these movies that was completely overlooked, um, especially during award season. It just barely got fair for, um, you know, a Best Picture nomination for the Oscars. Um, it has an absolutely fantastic cast. Um, just as you guys said before, I was watching this, I was like, wow. So all of these people were in this. Like, did I just not know when I was watching this in theaters um, back in 2014? But it just has such a stellar cast. And one of the things that I truly appreciate about Selma is that it chooses to depict a real story. Um, it doesn't try to sugarcoat the harsh realities of what we may um, come to know about a great leader, an icon of the civil rights movement. Um, which is one of the things that I truly appreciate it. And also, too, you know, this is one of the films that really helped people understand who Ava DuVernay was as a director and really got her name out there. And so it's just one of those things to not only watch a film that um, talks about history and especially, too, for me, uh, being a black woman about African-American history, um, it's something to make. You know, when we see things that happen in the media now um, that, you know, ring true, they have direct correlations to what we were watching, what they were talking about, especially when it comes to um, voter suppression and, you know, that being a thing here in Georgia in our last uh, governor's race, that this movie just hits on so many different levels, both personally, but also, too, it's just a really great film. It's great storytelling. It's great performances. Just an all-star, stellar cast. And I'm just still, to this day, so saddened that this film doesn't get the respect that it truly deserves. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dan Baer, your turn. Selma, what do you got? <laughs> so I somehow missed this when it was released right in the thick of the end of year glut of 2014 um i had just moved to new york and it was an incredibly crazy busy emotional time in my life and i just missed it so wait wait wait. so is this like nicola first viewing yeah it's my first time Ooh. Yeah. oh man and i just remember like all the talk about this movie and the controversy about this movie and i remember wanting to see it and trying to see it and never being able to and it's seemingly like barely opened um i don't know what that story was but i'm sure it's interesting um and i i just like have missed it over the years and kept you know yeah i need to see that i need to see that i need to see that and um now that i've finally seen it I wow. Um, I like the the gripes that I have with it are so small that they're almost not worth mentioning. I 
it it is it's amazing to me that 2014 was a really good year for film and it was a year in which um <laughs> so there were several movies including two rather prominent ones um that got accused of being nothing but oscar bait in quotes which is a term that i really really hate and despise for many reasons um and a, a lot of them like okay like you can fairly describe them as oscar bait and in some ways they're not even very good movies but here here is a perfect example of something that you would think is oscar bait and is so well done it, on, on every level and it, it just kind of boggles my mind that people that that they that the academy specifically did not realize or chose to ignore i think is probably more likely how great this movie is um because like it's just stellar i i was i cried several times throughout the movie i it is so well done um the ava duvernay's direction the cinematography the editing it is oh lord i i really love it it, it this is a movie that should be like taught in film school and also taught in like every regular school like history class oh yeah i remember when i was in school there were a handful of movies that uh we had to get our parents to sign forms yep. for because it's like uh it's rated r so you know but it's going to teach your kids something we promise and <laughs> this is definitely one of those where yeah, absolutely absolutely it's a great educational tool i mean mm -hmm. the the lessons that this movie still has to teach us today, how relevant it is to today, to the current moment. I, and let alone like, you know, the filmmaking lessons it has to teach us. Like I, I I'm a little bit in awe of it. Nice. Nice. Josh Parm, we come to you. Thoughts on Selma. Uh, well, my thoughts are pretty much echoed in what uh, you guys have already been saying so far. I do think that this movie is a really a mostly spectacular achievement. And I think a lot of that is uh, the relationship between the direction of this film by Ava DuVernay and David Oyelowo's performance, which watching it again this time, it just is like so amazing how it's a great performance from him that manages to evoke your memories of a real life person, but also makes it feel so original at the same time and doesn't seem like a caricature at all. And I found that to be so incredibly effective. And the same thing with her direction, the way that she really kind of frames every moment of this film that feel so energetic and yet so intimate at the same time. And, you know, they're surrounded by this great ensemble with it too. It's really a great achievement. And, I will admit uh, there are parts of it where I have like some minor quibbles with the movie, but I I'm sort of in the camp with Dan where th the issues that I have with it are dwarfed by everything that this movie does so well in terms of this very powerful story that it wants to tell and doing so with very, very great performances and an incredible sense of direction too. Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our full review of the film Selma here on the Next Best Picture podcast, part of our 2014 retrospective. In order to get the full review, 
which is over an hour long. You'll have to head on over to Patreon, type in Next Best Picture, and for $1 at minimum a month, you will get exclusive podcast content from us, not only for reviews, but also our Next Best Theater series, our Next Best Series series, as well as our Next Best Adaptation series, where we explore theater, books, television shows, and of course, movies as well. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening, as always. We shall see you all next time.